Welcome to Marian Consecration Day 9. This is Father Zach. It's a pleasure and honor to have you with me. And I hope it's going well for you. And if it's ever confusing or not sure, don't be afraid to do some research as you go forward with this because some of these teachings can be a little bit difficult um, as you go forward. So as we begin, take a moment to state your why out loud, press pause, and always be aware of that as to why you are doing your Marian Consecration. And let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that any one who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession, was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Day 9. Who are you, O Immaculate Conception, Part 1? Father Michael Gately writes, Yesterday, when I mentioned St. Maximilian's arrest by the Gestapo, I left out a remarkable detail that will be important for today's reflection. Two hours before his arrest, the future saint penned the single most theological reflection of his life. It was nothing less than the answer that had eluded him for so many years, the answer to the question he had pondered over and over from the earliest days of his religious life. Who are you, O Immaculate Conception? In today's reflection, we'll begin to unpack this remarkable document. But before we do, let's pause and say a silent prayer to the Immaculata, asking for the grace to receive Colby's wisdom. The document begins as follows, quote, Immaculate Conception. These words fell from the lips of the Immaculata herself. Hence, they must tell us, in the most precise and essential manner, who she really is. Who then are you, O Immaculate Conception? End quote. Good question, but still no answer. Later in the document, Colbe points out a simple but key point. At the apparitions in Lourdes, France, Mary didn't say to Bernadette, I was immaculate conceived, but rather she said, I am the immaculate conception. This seems to be a problem. After all, Mary was immaculate conceived. In other words, Through a special grace from God, she was conceived in the womb of her mother, St. Anne, without any stain of original sin by the foreseen merits of her son. So why does she speak so strangely? Why does she make the grace she received at her conception her very name? Doesn't this almost seem as if she were making herself divine? Clearly, Mary is not God. Colbe wrestled with this apparent divinity problem for decades, and it led to the following solution. The Immaculate Conception is divine, but the one I'm talking about isn't Mary. It's the Holy Spirit. In other words, Colbe believes there are two Immaculate Conceptions, Mary and the Holy Spirit. Mary is the created Immaculate Conception, and the Holy Spirit is the uncreated Immaculate Conception. In other words, 
before there was the created Immaculate Conception of Mary. For all eternity, there is the uncreated Immaculate Conception, the one for all eternity springs from God the Father and God the Son as an uncreated conception of love who is and who is the prototype of all the conceptions that multiply life throughout the whole universe. So, the Father begets the Son, the Son is begotten, and the Spirit is the conception that springs from their love. Now, the Holy Spirit is a conception in the same sense of being the life and love that springs from the love of the Father and the Son. In some analogous way, there's the conception of children who spring from the love of husband and wife. The Holy Spirit is an immaculate conception because, being God, he is obviously without sin. And finally, the Holy Spirit is an eternal, uncreated conception because, again, he is God. Okay, so this covers Colby's teaching that the Holy Spirit is the immaculate conception. But why does Mary call herself by the same? Well, we'll leave this question for tomorrow. Today's prayer is, Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. We'll pray that prayer ten times. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. Come Holy Spirit, living in Mary, unveil for me the meaning of the Immaculate Conception. St. Maximilian Kolbe, pray for us. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.